0: With Bernie neighbors back in Atlanta, mm-hmm. I'm Jeff here in Charleston, South Carolina, and this is Borderline Episode 78. <laughs> we are crazy. quickly approaching a huge milestone. We're gonna have to I do hit. something for. Um, yeah, we get to 100. Sure, man, 100. We, we got to have a party of some sort. We got to do it live or something. We really, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. We really kind of
1: need to. <laughs> it's something,
0: right? I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh oh.
1: By that time, won't we be close to uh, 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 California?
0: Uh, Let's see. So we're seventy-eight. No, we basically do. No, we're still way away. Yeah, it'll be it'll be late late in the fall. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's right. We're gonna get there. One (laughs) hundred. That's gonna be a lot. I mean, even eighty is gonna be a lot. I know. That's crazy, man. I just, I just thought I've got to call about t-shirts. Seriously, we got. Right. We, got, we, we got actually actually, have, actually had several people, and by we got to talk to Ron. I mean, have we? We, you know what?
1: Ron will probably be out in Mesa. Text me. Remind me, and I'll talk to Ron about seeing if we can get some t-shirts made.
0: Okay. Because it's ridiculous um,
1: that we don't have t-shirts to give out to
0: people. Yeah. I, I, again, I literally had several, and by several, I mean six. <laughs> I mean, who came came up? By the way, I want a t-shirt. If you guys do borderline t-shirts,
1: everyone, yeah, everyone wants a t-shirt. I don't think we're going to have many people buy t-shirts, but everyone would love a t-shirt.
0: Yes, yeah. yeah. Rosie, (laughs) Rosie Streaker said she'd buy one. I'm like, Rosie, you are not buying a t-shirt. I think the one person that we're not going to let buy one (laughs) offers to buy (laughs) one, right? Yeah, I think I think we can find one to give. To, to Rosie <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if, if a lot of people realize that behind the scenes I mean she does she she's kind of like a like a, a producer type of person yeah. for a podcast so so once the podcast is done um, we send it to her and she's the one who actually you know gets, gets the po- the podcast up on YouTube and hey let me, um, let me the, ask you a question uh, yeah let me ask you a question would you say you're a movie fan um I, anyway, and what, I what I love, mean by that
1: and what I mean by that question, I think everyone likes movies like like would you consider yourself a movie snob or you're okay with like Transformers uh
0: no I don't I don't get into that I do I do love movies I'm not I'm not a movie snob. I love the act of going to a movie right um I, I really do. We have an old school theater it's called the Terrace theater here in mm-hmm. James Island just outside of Charleston yeah, and it literally is like walking back to like 1983, maybe even earlier. This theater was built probably back in the fifties or sixties, and they've renovated oh. it a few times, but it still has that old school feel. So I yeah. love going to the theater. But I, but you know, just just from having kids when I was younger and and busy, being so busy traveling and working, I'm yeah. I'm embarrassed of the of the number of huge box office hits that I've never seen. So, sorry, it's kind of a long answer to your question, but No,
1: no, I just I, I feel frustrated because I am. I'm a movie fanatic. I don't I don't have a lot of passions in the world, but movies, great acting, great writing, things like that are kind of passions for me and like it's gone, man. It's done. It's done. It's literally I mean what I mean, you know, think about like, it. You've got you've got that Fast and Furious ten, right? Like you can't think, they can't think of yeah. anything new. No one can write anything <laughs> new. So it's either some sort of Marvel movie or the tenth yeah. version of another movie, which is terrible. I saw I saw a preview for the Meg two the other night.
0: I saw that too.
1: I, I'm just sitting there watching it, going, "Are there human beings literally going to go pay movie to watch that piece of dog shit?" I mean, that's literally what I thought to myself. It's so bad looking.
0: So did you see a bad movie? Is this what started this? I've seen tons of
1: bad movies. I think since COVID, I think COVID changed everything. I mean, like if you go back and you look at, if you were to go back in the 1990s and the early 2000s and look at the movies that were up for Academy Awards, right? And you'd see like seven amazing films, you know, greats of all time, right? Every year, it seemed like. Now, nothing. You know, you, you get an animated movie, which are great. There's some amazing animated movies. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's awful. It's awful, awful. And I don't know how to change that. I mean, maybe all the ideas are gone. I don't know. I mean, they're all kind of based on, you know, Greek tragedies and whatnot. But I mean, it's still, maybe all the ideas are gone.
0: Now, the know. fact that you're wearing um, what appears to be some sort of Carolina blue shirt did you yeah, it's did, did a golf you, shirt. I mean it's a Did you see um did you see Air? I did see Air. What did you like it? I, I we it's, actually we it, were going to go the, the it okay. was really crappy here this weekend. So we were going to go see it, but it, it's gone from the theater already. Yeah, it's okay. I mean it, it's you know as a North
1: Carolina fan, I mean you get you don't really get those moments, right? You kind of like, oh man, give me Jordan. No, you don't really get any of that. Yeah. uh it's interesting so he's, so
0: he's not he's not in it at all right is is there a character who plays him there is a guy, guy that plays see?
1: him then i think you see his i don't even know if you i don't think you even see his face uh, but for a brief brief i mean five seconds you don't even really get to see he's he it's more about what they did as a shoe company to land him yeah and the uphill battle that existed to get him um well, I love it's, the
0: actors. I love the actors who were. I love
1: it. everybody in the movie. It's just I know who Sonny Vaccaro is, and I know what he looks like. Uh, <laughs> and Matt Damon could not look <laughs> any further from look. what Sonny Vaccaro looks like.
0: Yeah. And so
1: that's a tough sell, right? Because, you know, it's, it's it's one of these things, like, if a guy's dead, you know, and they're, they're, you can maybe have someone wear some prosthetics and maybe kind of look like that person. I mean, Sonny Vaccaro looks like Dick Vitale. He's an He's a he's a New Yorker Italian guy. You know, he's not Matt Damon. You know, he's just it's just funny that they had Matt Damon play Sonny Vaccaro.
0: That uh, that (laughs) does that does kill it uh, for me sometimes. We we actually saw a movie that was okay. Um, it, It goes back. It probably was. It was probably a year ago when we saw it. And it was just funny because really Matthew McConaughey should have probably played this guy. I think it was like American highway or something like that was the name of the movie with Tom Cruise, where he plays this guy who has his private plane who smuggled oh, the pilot. Cars. Yeah. 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 For the CIA. And, and, and he has the worst Southern slash Louisiana. Can't stand like, it. Like can't Tom stand Cruise it. can't play that. Like, can't yeah, can't it's, stand it's it. One of the worst accents that I've ever can, heard in a movie. Can, can we get
1: rid of Southern accents in movies? I if mean, you don't have it. D- you're not gonna just, have it. Just do the Mark Wahlberg. Just yeah. do your own accent, even though you're from yeah. Texas,
0: like in London. Exactly. That, that's what that, they, <laughs> they, should have, they should have. They should have just let him do that. Yeah. As a Southern, so I it. can't.
1: There, there's literally nothing worse to me than when people try to do Southern accents. The occasional yeah. person gets it right. Occasional, like one out of ten. But like they try to do this old Southern baroque, like like my mom speaks, kind of. Oh. Oh, come here, bro. Like, like, it's just like that. That's not how people in the South talk at all, actually. No, and it's it, oh, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. And I don't like when someone tries to fake a Brooklyn accent, right? I, I like if you're not front, like, you better be good at it because if you're not, it just sounds mm-hmm. like, it like it can literally like, like Goodwill, a movie.
0: like Good Goodwill Hunting. I think they kind of nailed it, right? Well, they're from, from there. That?
1: They're from there.
0: That's yeah but when, when I hear it. them yeah, when I hear <laughs> them talk though, I don't really hear, but in the movie yeah, they really I can I can, do redneck, it up.
1: I can do redneck accents from North Carolina, but I'm not I'm not, you know I'm from there, but I, but I don't sound like that normally, but I mean those guys are from there they they grew up they, they can figure it out. you know what I mean I, I Charles, Charleston
0: great. has a real uh like like the locals from Charleston have a real distinct accent oh yeah well, and, especially uh, and, and I've heard it, I've heard it a few times. I remember I remember I actually was called a Yankee. Um, you are, I, a I, 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 yeah, but I'm, but I'm from Iowa. I don't really think that that's way above the Mason-Dixon line, brother. I know, but it's not. <laughs> it's kind of out west. I mean, I really, I really, kinda, sure. I really kind of, really kind of feel like, you know, the true, true Yankees are Charlestonians.
1: Anybody North above anybody above North Carolina, yeah, is pretty much a Yankee. So I was, I mean, I was, and, was they'll, gonna, and they'll let some Virginians in.
0: Yeah, so so I was in a conversation, and and I didn't realize that that one of the boosters from the College of Charleston was standing right there, and. So I was having this conversation with a new coach who was from Ohio. And uh, this booster, as soon as I was done with my conversation, she comes up to me and just sweetly, just just sweet old lady, just gently grabs my arm and says, why, Jeff? I didn't know that you were a Yankee.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love Charleston, man. Yeah. It is. There's a lot. I mean, look, there's a lot to hate about the Old South, but there's a lot to love about it, too, which is weird. The weird dichotomy of that. And Charleston's got both of them.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this you is know. a great city as far as the history goes. Um, and the food and everything. I mean I, I miss it. I but yeah I, yeah, I
1: used to love and then you have the Goa accents that you can hear. Yeah. I, I used to love it. I, it yeah. took me
0: they, they do a really I, good job down here of of really um, cherishing that that the good things about about the past. Um yeah. you know, and, and renovating a lot of the stuff. So it's 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 awesome.
1: I, yeah, I, it's so funny, man. But yeah, all right. So back to movies.
0: Can we make something
1: decent? Can like like? Did you see Top Gun Maverick?
0: Yes, I did actually. I did. did, I did what, see what, what did What did you think of it? Um, I actually I actually liked it. I actually thought but, that it was. Was it special? It was. No, 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 no. no. Right. No. And I thought everyone it was, treat, thought it was good. That's
1: that's how bad movies have gotten that people, even critics, yeah. treated that as if it was special. I mean, it was a fine movie. I mean, it was a fun, it was yeah, fun to go back to the lines. theater in the summer and go create, you know, and like, yeah, it's silly, lose yourself for a couple hours. Right. But that's not a great, great movie. Right. You're not going to put that in AFI's top 100 of all time. You know what no, I mean? But no. people were, and that's just how bad things have gotten.
0: Yeah. That I thought it was good. Were,
1: yeah. That people were acting as if this was some sort of monumental cinematic achievement. I just, yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. I just, I, I, I miss good movies. I really do.
0: It's funny, we talk about uh, just saying the word great and good makes me think of a conversation I had years ago um, with a, I think it was with a professor of mine from the University of Kansas about how broadcasters use the word great way too much. Yes. Like, save the word great. So so that's why when you asked me about that movie, it's not great. I thought it was good. Very good. good. It's fine. It's fine. In a way, it may have saved
1: Hollywood because it took people back to the theater, which I get it that matters cool but it's from a cinematic standpoint it was you know it was a good little action movie that's all it really was but yeah. i don't know man I, it's just I'm, I'm so i used to love movies man I used, I, I used to love going by myself
0: oh i i did the same thing i used i used to when i traveled with the uh, with baseball for all those years i'd find a movie theater and just go yeah it's awesome yeah, right. and when I was when I was a single guy in Greensboro, North Carolina. Oh, the borough, um, Milltown, yeah. USA. I spent I spent, uh, I spent gosh five years I think in Greensboro. Yeah, did you really? The time I loved it. Yeah, where'd you I live? Lived there, nineteen ninety eight huh. through two thousand and two ish. So four we may years. have run across each
1: other, Jeff. I, I've spent some time in the borough. Really? See, I have friends that live up there. I've went up a few times. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I where did Where did you out. live? I was. I lived in an apartment complex. It was called. Oh my gosh! I think it was called Wind Lake Apartments, if I remember right. North, you remember what It was on the north side, north north of the city. But yeah, I was doing the uh, the at the time it was the Yankees. <laughs> ironically enough, it was the Yankees Single A,
1: nice um,
0: affiliate there, and and uh, yeah, Derek Jeter, Mariana Rivera. Uh, I mean, some of the big. Minor league prospects had just come through there. Um, I, I just missed most of those guys. We've got yeah. a few of them on rehab, but uh, but anyway, so it was Yankees single ace. So I was doing their play by play, and then UNC uh, Greensboro, okay, play by play for basketball. Yeah, you yeah, Spartans. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, you gotta remember, I went to Elon,
1: I was 20 minutes
0: up the road from you. There. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, man,
0: I love those days. No, but so yeah, so I was a single guy and I'd go to movies by myself all the time. My mom always felt so bad for me. She's like, "Well, Jeff, Jeff, why why do you why there, there's you don't want to take a friend with you?" I'm like, "I'm good. I'd rather not."
1: <laughs> right? I mean, I'd rather not. I am I'm, I'm there to watch the movie. I'm going to grab some, some popcorn, maybe some goobers, have my drink and I'm there to watch the movie. I don't want to have a friend I'm going to worry about. Like, that they're does okay. not
0: shock me at all that you're saying that.
1: <laughs> I mean, like, I, I'm worried if they're there, I'm are you okay? Are you having a good time? Is this okay? Like, I'll, you know, if they're not there, I don't have to worry about that.
0: Yeah gosh it's so funny that just reminded me i was flipping through TikTok the other day and saw um just because i like all this comedy stuff so Mm -hmm. for some reason i must have liked something from from seinfeld so now i'm getting all these these (laughs) clips of old Mm -hmm. seinfeld and the one where kramer talks about because jerry jerry and george costanza just had this conversation about about the meaning of life and that there's more to life and so jerry all of a sudden who's who's with this girl is thinking that maybe he he wants to get married and Kramer's like, "What are you thinking?" And he just goes off. He's he's like, "One thing leads to another," and all of a sudden you're at the dinner table. You know what you do at the dinner table? And Jerry's like, Jerry's like, "What?" He's like, "You talk about your day." Well, how was your <laughs> day today? I don't know. Did you have a good day or did you have a bad day? Have- <laughs> One of the all-time great right clips from Seinfeld. Uh, it was so funny. That's what funny. The hell are we talking about, by the way? Yeah, we we're really we're about? we're on down the
1: road. We were talking about the the terrible state of cinema in the United States, but we could probably move on. I think I've beaten that horse a little bit.
0: But we did, we did have a, uh, I didn't already say this on the show. Did we, we were talking like five minutes before the show. So, uh, we did have a special guest lined up today. Um, but unfortunately you had to cancel the last minute. I think he may jump in later. Um, (laughs) I have not heard from him, but, um, you brought up a great topic, uh, cornhole related, um, That's probably what maybe maybe we started talking about this maybe two or three weeks ago about does Cornhole have a transcendent superstar right now? Not 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 even right now, as in playing right now, who you see like someone even like a younger player coming Mm -hmm. up, you know, like like a Michael Jordan. uh, Speaking of which, or Tiger Woods, someone like that, that's a transcendent superstar. And so you and I kind of got into that. Um, and I, t- I tend to agree with you. Anyway, I just I just thought it would be, you know, Noah. Noah Wooten has always been kind of my go to guy. I've told the story many times. He's one of the first players I ever met back in back in 2019, going to 2020 in the sport. So I, I just thought he he's just he just seems to have his his finger on the pulse of the sport. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to talk to him and just ask him if he thinks that there's somebody out there. So I was hoping that we would be able to grab him. Apparently he's on the move and and it was kind of last minute. So I'm not oh, sure he, what you hear from him. But I but I would love to get his thoughts on this. But but you and I were talking I, about it. I am telling you, he, he's
1: gonna say that there is someone and there's not.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that you bring up a good point. Maybe, maybe and and, and and we could even ask him this because because I mean we're always gonna get an honest answer from Noah. But I, I kinda like what I was gonna say is I kind of like your point. Maybe Noah is not the person to ask because the players are too close to the sport.
1: Yeah, they're always going to say, well, so-and-so is so so good, and so-and-so is so good. Like, they're not getting what transcendent means. They're not understanding that it's not just the fact that they're a very good cornhole player. You know, if that player existed right now, they would already be attracting advertising dollars. They would already be attracting things from outside the sport. That's not happening, ergo, player does not exist. There are certain people within our organization that have been brought in that seem to think that they can create that out of some of the people that do exist. I don't think you can. I don't think that you can manufacture transcendence. I think that is people that's an innate gift that people have. It's it's what makes them so special. You can't create that. That is not something that you can manufacture if you could. Every sport, every walk of life would have those types of people. And you just don't. Um, I. I just and I think the players, I mean, we had this conversation streaming with Wally and Michelle, and they were giving me examples of people that they thought did. And I was like, if they did, they would be. You know, and and it's like if if they were doing that, you know, I think Wally tried to come up with Jay Gore, you know, maybe in a few years he becomes that person. I just I I don't see it. Uh, I mean, does it and, and then people take it as like some sort of slight on other human beings. It's not a slight. It's not a slight, you can still be truly exceptional at what you do. I mean, you can be the best at what you do, actually, and not be transcendent. And I I just don't think we've found that person yet. Hopefully, hopefully they come along because I think the sport needs that. I think that, uh, I mean, this is just my personal opinion. And once again, a reason why I'm not invited to certain rooms anymore. I think there's only so far we can go with what we have. I think that we we are in need of that person, whether it be male, female, who knows, that can take the sport from where it is and take it that next step beyond, you know, to where it doesn't just plateau where it is. And yeah. um, I just I, I don't see that person here yet. And hopefully and, and, and the thing is, everyone in the room will know who that person is. Half the people will not like them because of it. And half the people will follow them through a brick wall because of it. But everyone will know who it is in the room and they're not there yet.
0: Yeah, that's one of the great lines I heard as far as as far as superstars. You have 10 people out there. Five will love you. Five will hate you. But all 10 will respect you. Yes, that's that's one of that. That's just one of the core foundations of of a superstar. I mean, look at look at some of the the biggest superstars we have, how polarizing they are. But all of them, all of them fear this person when it comes to competition yes so but but i'm I'm, i totally agree with you i think you make a good point and and i've kind of seen that too behind the Mm -hmm. scenes i feel like and and i don't blame them for doing this i do feel like you know maybe there's been an effort um by the league to maybe push certain players and and try and create that type of excitement and i totally agree with you that it has to happen organically yeah yeah you know you're right you can't you can't you can't force that and you're right when you see it and you and i've talked about this i think in the live streams um, and again, I use baseball's analogy all the time. You just know that player when you're standing at the, at the cage during batting practice, you can just tell when they're just hitting BP. It just sounds different off their bat
1: when yeah. they hit,
0: like you and I were talking, I think on one of the live streams about Josh Hamilton, right? One of the great prospects who came up, I don't know, probably 10, 15 years ago now, but when yeah. you stood around the cage, um his, the, the way, the, the way the, the ball sounded off his bat was just different, and you hear people talk about that all, all the time. But that, that that wasn't that wasn't you know. But it's more than talent. It. I, I, I it guess wasn't the contrived. thing is, is, it was it was organic. Yeah.
1: But it's more than talent, and I think that's what people struggle yeah. with. It's more than talent. What makes a player like a Tiger Woods different when he comes into the game of golf? Because you can literally look at professional golf. There was before Tiger and after Tiger, and 1996, 1997 is a demarcation line in that sport. And it changed forever from one guy. And it wasn't because he came out and he did win. He won the masters in 97, but it's not like he won every tournament he played and he won a lot, but it was something different about him. It was, Mm -hmm. it was innate. It it emanated off of him.
0: You could see what I talked about before. He had presence 35
1: year old professional golfers who had spent their entire life in that sport had made the PGA tour still kind of cowered next to a 21 year old because he had that certain presence. And I don't, we don't have it yet as much as people want to think we do. And look, I think we should be put pushing certain people. And I think it's great that a Matt Morantz has come on and like, hey, this is what we have to do for certain people. And these are things that we have to do, but you can't manufacture that, sir. Right. Some people just have it and, and they're, they're rare. They're remarkably rare commodities. They are not, they are not made, you know? And if, if, if they were mass producible, the world would be different, but it's not.
0: I actually thought, I actually thought for a moment and, and I'd love to get your thoughts on this for just, for just a moment. Um, and maybe it was just cause I was new to the sport and just hadn't seen this type of atmosphere and excitement before, but believe it or not, I actually thought that, that for a moment, Austin slow kind of had that presence, that excitement, um, because of the college him. thing. Because of the yes. college thing. It's so different. And, and and that really and it really seemed to have um it really it really seemed to have legs for just a moment. And then and then it it, it kind of went away. I'm not sure what happened. I think well you had to that, start playing against professionals. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, but wasn't but wasn't there something too where he still? I mean, he was still in school. I think he still had to finish school, and he, he, he join wanted the to stay. He like, wanted to stay. Know, in school. Maybe he, maybe he chose. Well, to he also direction. played
1: in a different organization.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I feel so I feel like it was there for a second. There were there was something there um, that I felt watching huh. him play, listening to him speak, and the energy. Like like I even had family members. Like like my 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 sister's daughter. Um, and and her husband just just happened to be watching, right? And they absolutely fell in love with him, and uh, and for for little Kaylin, who's who's a diabetic, uh, had just been diagnosed with with uh, with with diabetes. Um, all of a sudden, she became a big Austin Slobomb fan, and uh, so I got her a jersey. Signed, he he signed a jersey, and I sent it to her. I mean, there there was there was something going on there, and just reading you know stories from his hometown and and just seeing some other headlines regionally. I mean, there were, there was something there for a moment, um, but again. To your point, that came out of nowhere, right? No one knew that name. It was well, also, It was, it it was, was also late. college. It, it wasn't was, fed to anybody.
1: It was. It was also college. It was a very, pretty large step down away from the pro division when you first saw Austin. So but it didn't matter, though. It didn't matter. But I mean, at the same time, I mean, it, it wasn't transferable. Yeah. Right. I mean, if had it hadn't been transferable, we would have seen it transfer.
0: Well, maybe maybe it's just because, you know, it was maybe it's just because it just was a moment. And again, you know, and and I don't know, and I'm not putting this on Austin. He he made the decisions he made, maybe maybe because he made a decision to go in a different direction. Maybe that's kind of what stopped it. I'm just I'm just saying at that time, I'm not saying he's the guy because he's obviously not. But for a moment, I thought that 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 was I thought that was Matt Sorrell's. I thought for a moment, Matt Sorrell's. Had some traction. He had he had a look about him. He had a presence about him. He he, he was well spoken. He was good good with interviews. And at the time, he was a good player. Um, some, sometimes I, I kind of miss watching that guy play. But I feel I feel like we've had a few moments, but we haven't had that person like you're talking about. If Kaylee Hunter just transcends everything,
1: if, if Kaylee Hunter had the attitude of Lori Dool and the game of Cheyenne Bubenheim, she could be that person.
0: <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. But again, to your point, Bernie, if she had it, we'd know by now. We'd have, if she had
1: it, it would be natural and it would flow out of her. And it just doesn't, she doesn't have that. Her personality is quiet. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way, nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, as far as a type of person that could maybe take things in, in a very different direction for the sport, she has that capability. She, it's just not in her personality wise to just be, Vivacious like that and to kind of bring like like she doesn't draw you in. Right. And that's not her fault. That's not a bad thing. Like and once again, people I've had people come up to me and get really mad at me, by the way, from some of the things I've said on the show. And it's not I'm not being negative about her. I love her. I think she's amazing. I think she's a great human being, actually. She's just a very quiet, sweet girl. Zero wrong with that. But when you're talking about people that are transcendent, they just have this thing that comes off of them, and it's called it factor or whatever you want to call it. But I call we it all, presence. But we all know what it is when we see it. Yeah. Every single one of us knows what it is when we see it, and I just don't think that person exists yet.
0: yet. So maybe so maybe going all the way back to the beginning of this conversation, as much as I want to hear from Noah, um, and I will ask him about it, you're right. If we If we have to ask who that person is. If they're not there. They're not there yet
1: he's going to tell you Tony Smith, he's going to tell you maybe Devin, you know, he's going to tell you. Sir, because they're such amazing players, and they yeah. are. But if they I'm had player, that presence, I would
0: I would push back on that a little bit, I guess, and say it's not impossible. I mean, it's not like Tiger Woods dropped out of the sky. He was there before he became Tiger. Yeah. Michael was not Michael, even though he was a great player at North Carolina. So, so I'm not I'm not going to 100% say that person's not there. What I am going to say is that we haven't seen this person arrive yet. So is it possible that they're there? Yeah, it's possible.
1: I mean, I, I, I see what you're saying. I, I do. I see what you're saying. I mean, Tiger was kind of that way. I mean, he was on The Tonight Show at three years of age. He was already kind of...
0: Absolutely. He was a phenom. He, he was he was
1: emanating stardom by the time he was could walk. Um, yeah. Jordan was a little different, even though... He really still, good, though. I mean, he's he's really still had that. He still had that kind of it factor in college. It's just college basketball back then was still very regionalized. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, totally.
1: Um, I, I see what you're saying, though. It wasn't until he got on the grand professional stage that you saw it. Right. And it didn't take. I mean, they talk about Chicago Bulls practice, what, two weeks in that one of the assistant coaches calls the general manager and says, you got it right. He's everything. And, the, you know, two weeks in. Right. And so I mean I apparently he had I mean they knew it as soon as he stepped on the floor as a rookie. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I, I just I think someone like Tony Smith could be it, actually. More than I think about it, but Tony just doesn't have that personality that just sparkles. You know. Yeah. He's he's I feel know. like
0: I feel like I feel like Justin Burton Jr. If he can, we we ran a little, how, what was it, like a minute-long little feature on him before one of his matches. Um, we we're actually able to get him, sit down in front of the camera. And yeah. he opened up real briefly about his background, and his dad, and how much pressure was put on him as a youngster to win. And losing was not acceptable. And he really took that loss in Erie really hard a couple weeks ago. Um, so, so if that personality comes out, he has a great voice. I mean, we, we kind of joked on the air when we were, when we were interviewing him, uh, live at one of our events in the last month. I mean, he, he has a voice like a country music star. I mean, he literally he sounds like Scotty McCurry. I mean, somebody like that. I mean, he has a really great voice. Um, if that personality can come out, uh, maybe, because he's yeah. got the talent. I, once again, he's got the look. He's got a unique look. He's love got a the presence kid. When he walks onto the court, he's tall. I mean, there, there's so many things that are just you know. I love him, love him, love him. Doesn't have. It.
1: If he had it, you'd know it. I mean, you just you would know it. I mean, do you feel a presence when you see Justin Burton Jr.? I think I see a great kid. I see it. I do. I feel it. I don't. Come on, man. Do you really? Do you feel yeah, a tiger? Woods? I feel, I feel
0: I, I, when, I, he, when he when he takes the court. I feel a. I feel a presence about him when he comes on the court. I do. It just, on the court,
1: once again, transcendence is more than when they're playing. It's, it's, it's how they are and how they're viewed by everyone as they walk around. Once again, you can't get lost in just how they are when they play, because when they play Justin Burton, Jr. is what junior is one of the three best players on the planet right now, if not the best, I'm not saying anything about how good of a player he is. I'm talking about transcendence and taking the sport to different places I don't see Anheuser Busch knocking down doors yeah. to get Justin Burton Jr. to take us different places. I don't see Nike busting down doors to see him take us in different places. Now, is it possible? Maybe, but he would have to he would have to change his personality and, and fundamentally who he is as a person. And that there's nothing wrong with who he is as a person. Once again, I think people get lost in excellence as an athlete compared to transcendence. I mean, I'll give you someone that transcended the women's game that wasn't very good. Anna Kornikova transcended women's tennis. And she never won a thing. Now she was willing to play up her femininity. She was willing to play that up. But she made more money. And she took that sport to different ratings than anyone ever had before her, including Martina and Chris Everett and these people that had played before her that had played at a infinitely higher level but she had whatever that one thing was and she knew it and she knew how to use it and there's there's a little bit of difference there those people know tiger woods is fully aware of who he is and and how he carries himself michael jordan fully aware of who he is and how he carries himself and that's what makes these people special they're aware they have it 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 emanates out of them they don't need handlers to teach them how to do things they just kind of know I mean, do they still have handlers? Yes, but I don't know, man. I just I don't think that person exists in our game yet. Maybe they do. If they do, they're young. They're very young.
0: I've got another name for you, Danica Patrick.
1: Hundred
0: percent. Yeah. Took presence, the sport. Style, never yeah. won a thing. Never. Never.
1: Did she even yeah. finish in the top ten? I mean, ser- I mean, seriously.
0: If you look back on her, if you look back on her finishes, because uh, the wins aren't there. Even if you look back on her finishes, there's a few close calls, but that's about that's about it. Yeah.
1: She was also female in a male-dominated sport, and that's why I
0: absolute yeah, and that's why
1: Kaylee Hunter. she had that kind of personality that just was, you know, kind of look at me and look at I me mean, because there's a lot to look at there. Kaylee is a beautiful young woman. But I don't think she has the type of personality that says, look at me. You know, that's I just that that's part of it. And that's that's where I think a lot of our players don't get it. Like it's more than just being good. I think Mark Richards, from a personality standpoint and from a player standpoint, like there's 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 pieces there. But it's just lacking that one little thing. And like if we knew what that one little thing is, we could manufacture it. But we don't know what that is.
0: I'm going to go back and wrap up my thought on Justin Burton, Jr., Okay. because again and again, you know, it's, it's like I tell I, I've told my kids this all the time. Um, you know, true compassion in someone's heart of society is realizing that happiness looks different for everybody. I, I tell my kids that all the time. Remember that happiness looks different for everybody. You know, regardless of your lifestyle or your shape, or your size, your color, whatever, happiness is different for everybody. We all have different likes, we all have different needs. We all have different things that we that we want to do and we want to accomplish. So so you need to accept that and accept that everyone's different. So so I, I happen to look at Justin Burton, Jr. differently than you do. I feel like there is a presence there with him. I'm not saying he's the one. Um, you know, I feel I feel like in the sport of golf, ever since Tiger left, um, uh, you know, it's always it's always, well, is he the next Tiger? You know, Is he the next right. Tiger? Is the next Tiger? So I don't want to get into that conversation. You know, is, is he the one? Is he the one? Is he the one? I'm just saying Justin Burton Jr. has a presence to me. I like it not only when he walks on the court, but I follow him like I want to learn more about him. I want to talk to him. And when we're when we were in Erie, I went to go watch him play. And to me, if, if you're someone like me and, and I come at this, uh, I come at the sport like a fan. Mm-hmm. When I search for someone to play to me, that's that's a component of being that person. Again, I don't know if he's going to be that person or not, but I think he has that presence. He has that energy. He has that excitement. I want to watch him play. I do too. And I and I hate Th- that, that he lost in Erie. I want that, him to be dominant. Yeah, that,
1: part, that. that part, that like, part, I agree. Being a, a fan, yeah, that part I agree with. I actually love watching him play. I try to find him when I'm not streaming. When I'm not doing that, I actually try to find where he is so I can watch him play because he is that good. Yeah. But I just you know once again, if he had that it factor, it would already be there. I mean, he's, he's an adult, you know, he's not a kid. I mean, he's, he's kind of who he
0: is. And I, I he's, just, he's been, he's been here for just a blip too. So yeah, yeah. Maybe, it's been, he, we need he, to give him a little bit, we need to give him a little bit longer. That, that's why, that's why I hate these conversations because I just, I, I mean, I, I, that's why, that's why I'm saying it, you know, very guarded comment about him because he may not win the rest of the year. You know, we may, we may, we may not see him. I mean, look at how we've seen some players just drop off the, And And you're right.
1: You're right there. I mean, I think it is going to be a player that has a season like a Mark Richards did last year, but then has another one and another one and Mm -hmm. then kind of explodes. But once again, there's going to have to be something about them that's not just their play that draws. And and, and That doesn't draw us in that draws everyone in. Yeah, that draws people that work for marketing agencies that represent Nike that represents some of Budweiser, Coca-Cola, some of these larger companies, it's going to be something about them that draws them in. And I just and, don't know if, our, if we have a player that has that yet. That's all. And, and
0: to to your point, um it's funny because I was just looking back like I don't know, I was just kind of reminiscing because I was doing a lot of work for teams over the weekend. So I was just reminiscing about a lot of things over the last 3 years. And I was trying to think of players who I miss. So I started looking looking back over the last 3 years of different matches that I've called. And I looked back at, I keep track of the winners for each year. So back in 2021, I looked back at the, the 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 list of winners. It's pretty much all the same names, which totally goes to your point, Bernie. It's not just winning. It's not just being on stage or winning. It's having that presence and, and being transcendent. Ryan Windsor's name popped up a bunch. Uh, Trey Birchfield's name, my God, it's been all over the place, you know? Yeah. But, but it hasn't gotten to that level that we're speaking of, so... It's funny, like, if
1: Trey would have continued the kind of whole robot thing, I think in a, in a, in a weird sort of way, that may have started to work over time.
0: <laughs> that you, might you, have, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. instead
1: of being, like, it would have been different. It would have been like the, op- it would have been like bizarre World Transcendent. Like, he's yeah. so quiet. He's so, you know, unaffected. Like, <laughs>
0: it would have become a very yeah, interesting thing. There was thing. something there. There was something <laughs> there with that,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, I think he lost a little bit of that when he became human again. Yeah. But I I don't know, man. Hopefully one day I I actually think it's going to be a female. That that becomes that player that just has a natural presence about them, that is willing to embrace their femininity, that's willing to embrace their competitiveness, that's willing to embrace a lot of things that that, they can kind of take this that, that will draw extra eyes on.
0: And and be able to take down. I mean, like like going back to our conversation about Danica Patrick, and be yeah. able to take down the the guys. And win. Because, and because win. Because even even though even though but even though Danica didn't win, she still has some top fives and top tens where she's beating other drivers. She's yeah, and gonna, she, and and gonna she gonna even win. gotten a she, couple even, like push fights. in wouldn't even need the pits. We wouldn't even need. Yeah, we wouldn't even need this female players' nest necessarily start winning consecutive majors, you know, consecutive shootouts and well, I can't handle the shootouts I but consecutive nationals yeah. um or or pro side world championships, but compete, knock some of these guys down, get into yes. the you know, get into the bracket final. hundred percent Um, you know, get get to where we see them on TV. Um so yeah, I agree with you. Could could totally be. Could you know who totally the, you, you know player, who right? could
1: actually do it if she just got let's say Elizabeth Tennyson became well. the best female player on the planet. And decided that she wanted to kind of let everybody know it. I think you're looking at someone like that that could possibly do it, but it would it would be different because I don't I know her real
0: well. I, I don't. I, 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 don't, I, 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 I just, that I just saw would, that one time. I think she, she could she, bring
1: extra eyes on. Is all I'm saying. I, I think she's yeah. got that whatever that is. But I mean, I don't know if she'll ever be that. I mean, she's got a she's got a long mountain to climb, a, a tall mountain to climb to to find that spot. So. I just—I'm throwing—I'm spitballing, I, but I still don't think that person exists in our pro division. But maybe they do. I mean, Wally was was adamant that it was Jake Gore, adamant that it was Jake Gore. And I and I understood what he was saying because Jake is a personality, right? I mean, Jake is everything is. that you want in a personality, right? And yep. he's only going to get more so when he gets older. Hopefully, if he doesn't burn out. I mean, can you imagine being seventeen? You've been been a pro athlete for four or five years already. <laughs>
0: I mean, it happens a lot, right? Happens yeah, I mean, all the it time happens. in tennis. It, it happens. Yeah. Happens to basketball. Play. It happens. It happens in tennis a lot. Yep. I mean, those kid, those kids play so much from the time they're four years old. By the time they're, they're eighteen, they, they're just they, done. They're, they're done. Done.
1: I just want to yeah, go to school sure. and be a normal kid. And I'm going to go play for free because of my tennis. But other than that, leave me alone. It could happen. Yeah. Yep. Who knows? I don't know, I man. It's interesting. It's an interesting conversation because I think it's the kind of conversation that you could literally have for a very long time. And get twenty different answers from twenty different people, mm-hmm. and I think there are certain people within our organization that think that you can still manufacture it. I don't think that you can.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on that. But I think that hey, there's people that do. Are, are there are there um, are there any players that you really miss watching play? And and I'm not saying this just because because he was possibly, possibly going to come on today. Um, but Noah, I I, yeah. I really miss having Noah on the broadcast and, and here's a perfect example. Speaking of what we're talking about, Noah, there's, there's something organic about Noah Wooten. That's great on the court and someone who definitely has presence. Um, I, I, hate that his game is not, and I know he's working really hard behind the scenes to try and get back to that level that he, that he was at. um, but I, I, I really miss watching Noah play. I, I, I think his Noah's too nice. And, 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 his, and his energy was not contrived on the court. It wasn't yeah. forced, going back to what you were just talking about. It was, it was so organic. He was so real. There's nothing fake about Noah yeah. when he's out there throwing bags. For I mean, a person just so into it. I just, yeah. I just loved watching him play. I really miss seeing him.
1: For a person that's so opinionated, and he's rubbed some people the wrong way because of his opinions, he's still too nice. I think he reveres certain players that are his friends too much, and it makes it hard for him to beat them. And I'm talking about Tony Smith. I'm talking about Devin Harbaugh. I'm talking about a few others that he likes and respects so much that I think it makes it hard for him to beat them because he thinks they're so great. Like I mean,
0: I, I think, you know. Instead I, instead of just having like a killer instinct. to just right. want to, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I like you, man. We're cool. We'll hang out away from the court, but I'm going to tear you apart right now, and I don't think he has that. And, Interesting and point. Because I think he reveres Tony Smith. I think he reveres Devin Harbaugh. I think he reveres Windsor.
0: I, I feel like sometimes he's almost like a father figure to some of these Some know, of players. them and and like Tony, like I, I think it's Tony that he's told us many times. Like he gets Tony up in the morning, he's like, Hey, get your butt out of bed. Let's go. Let's let's go. Let's yeah. eat. Let's be healthy. Let's let's yeah. you know, throw some bags, whatever. I mean, he gets some of these guys going. So I shouldn't, I shouldn't say dad. He's not old enough. Maybe, maybe like a big brother is a better analogy. Yeah.
1: It's, it's interesting. I miss him. I miss, a good. that's an interesting point, Bernie. I,
0: I thought Matt Sorrells
1: was a guy that I enjoyed watching because of his attitude. Um,
0: Anybody else that, that maybe I didn't see? Can you think of somebody who? I mean, I I, I came in not too long before you actually, so some no, of those no people. Was my guy, I was just, yeah, I was no my was, guy this weekend, and, and just I just I just miss watching him play, and Matt uh, and Matt Sorrells too. I, I wrote I on the broadcast.
1: On the broadcast, I'm trying to think. I mean, most of them are still there. If you think about it, like Damon Dennis kind of dominated for a while. Jimmy Mcguffin, we saw a lot. Uh, yep. I mean, they're still around. It's just the game has changed a little bit. Right. Is there somebody
0: yeah. that you really miss that you really, that really just had just a, a great personality and was you know, exciting to watch on the court. You know, <laughs> that, uh like a Brittany MG I mean, do, do, do you miss seeing her? <laughs> she, she was. She was like, I mean, I miss cool. her being around. She's a little firecracker, right? Yeah. I, I miss yeah, her. I, being I knew around. her very briefly, but, but you know,
1: a lot of those people that were around like Frank Motlin still going. I mean, yeah. a lot of those people are still going. Um,
0: Jeez, By man, the way, I, that's a yeah. tough.
1: That's a tough question.
0: It's a good question. That that brings up another point. I miss James Baldwin being on broadcast. Uh, I, Jordan Camba. He's he's a name who popped up on the on my winners list from a few years ago. Yeah, Jordan Camba and James Baldwin. I, I I like those guys as a team.
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah it's. But I, I like where the game is headed. As far as everyone's got to be able, you got to be able to hit all kinds of different shots. Like it it seemed there for a while, especially when I first got back involved in the sport right before you got involved, but it was like, you either played this way or you played this way and that was it. There was no crossover. You either played a dirty game or you played a slide game. There was no in between. Right. And I think, and we've talked about it at nauseum that you have to have both. You've got to be able to do both to, to, to win. I mean, you've got to, you've, you still, I mean, I, I think someone like an Eric Davis, for example, has kind of lost his position, A, because I think his confidence is down, even though he would never admit it, and B, you got to be able to put bags in the hole these days.
0: Amen, brother. You know,
1: and and I'm with you on this. I, I understand manufacturing points. I get it. You have to be able to do that as well. Because I think some of the just straight slide. i baseball.
0: You got you got to be able to manufacture runs in baseball. You well, got to be still need a three-run home run. Yeah, <laughs> you, still, you, you got it right, and and, yeah. and I think you still got to okay. smack one into the gap for for a you know for a, a two RBI double. You still got to hit. I, yeah, I don't think you Eric just, Davis you can't just bunt your way to win yeah, every freaking I, night.
1: I know. I don't think Eric Davis feels that he can throw 16 straight bags, even though obviously he can. Right, and it's yeah. just like man, just do that. Give yourself a rest. Just throw some bags in the hole every now and then, and then surprise your opponent with a block. Then do something to kind of create tension. But if, right. if they know that every one of your first bags is going to be a block, and if you miss it, they know they're getting points.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, it, it's just, it, I don't know. It's. I don't know. Right. I, we're on a tangent here. Where are we? <laughs> so, well, n- so Someone write something down. Where are we?
0: Not to take care of <laughs> somebody taking notes. Are we taking minutes? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so not to take a quick right turn on this. Did you did you want to do a top ten at all? I, I've got guys? my same one from last week because nothing really happened. Yeah, I, I I I misspoke last week on mine, so I really the the only thing I have is just a correction from mine. But but real quick, um, I came up with an awesome trivia question. I actually shot this over to Trey this weekend and interrupted his Disney vacation. Man, does uh, anyone like going to Disney more than those two? Oh my God! Well, does Trey? Does, 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 I mean Shelby loves Disney. Does Trey like Disney as much as Shelby or is Trey? Just I don't think anyone likes it as much as road. Shelby.
1: But I mean, I, that is crazy because yeah, it is a happy I mean, place. I, do, I it, do. It is happy and it's glorious and the rides are awesome. And it's fun. But
0: so real quick, I want to have this discussion because I think we're getting close to having this discussion. Um Best and I hate I hate it just makes me cringe, right? It makes me cringe to say this. But it made me think of it this weekend again, doing some prep for teams. greatest and, and don't answer the question now mean because okay. I'm not even sure I have the answer, but I saw two quick stats that I had to throw out there. greatest and I'm talking cornhole, greatest player to never win a major. Huh. major and by oh, major by major, I'm saying national or world championship. Yep. Because two names popped up this week. And again, don't you don't have to answer now. It takes a lot of – you're, you're going to have to go back and do some preparation uh-huh. um, and some research, although you might have somebody off the top of your head. but so I'm, so I'm going through, right? I'm doing some research, and all of a sudden, these two names pop up. There are two players, well-known players in the ACL, current players that we see all the time. I mean, Devin Harbaugh is one. Who, who are tied for, even more than that, that are tied for 12th on the all-times win list. Uh, all-time wins list, they each have six all-time career titles, and neither one of them have a national win or a world championship. I've given my Trey Birchfield stat before. I mean, Trey's third all-time on the wins list, right? And so he you're talking shootouts. So they've won shootouts, like a Ryan Smith. They have. Or, they, they've, each, they've each won shootouts. Yeah, they've each won. Yeah. Matter of fact, they've each won shootouts on the singles and doubles side, but they have never won a national or huh. world championship. Again, I give my Trey Burksfield that Trey Trey Trey's uh, what what did I just say? A third all time, I think, with fourteen career titles, but only one national win. Yeah, and yeah. and he does have the he does have the singles world championship as well, but only one national. So these two players, I'm like, wow, I could not believe one of them. Maybe the other one, I couldn't believe. You got to give me give him to me. You can't just leave me to hang for a week. Well, you mentioned one right away, Ryan Smith. Yeah, his his name his name came out round um, limited. WMA. He's he's always
1: been a round limited warrior.
0: Yeah, he's, I mean, again, six career titles, 12th all time, has never won a national or world championship. That's not surprising to me, actually. The other one, only because we're running out of time, Frank Modlin. I can't believe Frank has never won a national. And I hate to even say that because I hate, I hate when people would say this in golf, you know, best player never win a national or win a major. Yeah, you know, Frank is there ahead of Devin Harbaugh because Devin has four or five now.
1: Yeah, Devin's finally coming into his own. I just, from a yeah. talent perspective, I guess I got ahead of myself. But Ryan Smith doesn't. Like
0: Frank, though, Frank's never won a national. Even in doubles, all those. All That's those... surprising
1: that he hasn't yeah. won somewhere with someone, snuck into a doubles win somewhere. That is surprising. Yep. Um,
0: all right. Well, we'll Ryan doesn't
1: surprise me because Ryan doesn't do as well. He's had some deep runs, don't get me wrong, but he does seem to be more of a round limited warrior. So most of his yeah. wins, I imagine, are in shootouts.
0: Yes. Um, yep. I, I think he's I think he's won twice in singles and now after winning the first one this year with Ryan Wiedenfeld, I think he's won two singles and two doubles. Yeah. So that makes and sense. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh I gotta wrap things up. Uh, yeah, so top ten, your top ten stay the same. I'll tweet mine out later on this week. Yeah, yeah mine's, mine's, my I am keeping mine's top. the same. I, I just I switched I, I meant I, I meant to have Tony Smith at nine and I want I wanted Caleb Batson at ten. And huh. I forgot to that's the tough. There's
1: too it. many names, buddy. There's too many names.
0: I mean, I've still yeah.
1: got Kyle, Kyle Malone, Matt Guy tied at ten, Jamie nine, Jake eight, Joe Joe K at seven, six, Mark Richards, Devin at five, Tony Smith four, Alan Rawls three, Justin Burton Jr. Alex Rawls. That's my top ten. All
0: right, and I've got I've got uh, Caleb at ten, Tony Smith at nine, Jake at eight, Matt Guy seven, Joe K six. Alan Rawls, five, Mark Richards, four, Devin Harbaugh, three, Alex Rawls, two, and JBJ at number one. And that brings us to 10 seconds left in the show. Safe travels. Oh. I will not see you in Arizona. Man, My daughter's tough. graduating. Congratulations, to Noel. Graduating from high school. So I will not see you in Arizona. All right. Yes, we got to go. See you, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, everybody.